Hi, welcome to the Happiness Hive podcast. I'm Catherine Bowyer and I am completely fascinated by people and what motivates them. I've spent the past three and a half decades specialising in mindset and human behaviour. And I've helped thousands of people to create happy and amazing lives. And now I am super excited to be chatting with women from around the world who I have secret, and to be honest, not so secret crushes on. They're women who inspire me. I'm intrigued as to how they do life and what makes them tick. I want to find out their magic formula that makes them who they are. And at the end of the episode, I'd love for you to say, I'd like a little bit of what she's having. The conversations are real and raw. They're full of passion, inspiration and lots of fun. And nothing is off limits. So grab yourself a cuppa or pop on your trackie and go for a walk and join us for today's chat. There may just be that pearl of wisdom you need to hear. So let's shimmy on over and get started. Hi there. How are you going? I'm, gosh, just feeling the lightness and the brightness of the new year and really feeling super, super great. Continuing on with the series about quick sticks, happiness tips, where I'm just sharing kind of bite-sized practical tips and insights from different things that are happening in my life, but also things that I'm inspired by clients and other people in what's going on for them in their lives, where I'm just sharing some little how-tos, basically little how-tos that might be mood lifters, stress relievers, just quick pick-me-ups or just a bit of a how to do different things. So today's topic is about healthy habits for busy lives. So incorporating wellness and mindfulness into daily routines. So, you know, I'm all about being practical, super about practicality. That's what I'm here to to do. I was with a new client the other day, actually, and she said, oh my God, I just love that you are no frills. And I'm like, oh, I think that's a compliment. She said, just super practical about what you, what I shared with her. She said, I can go away and I can do some stuff about this. She said, no frills. And I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess that's That's what I do. So healthy habits for busy lives. We've been, some of the tips that I've been sharing are about that, you know, how to slow down and how to, you know, get back into things after you've taken a break, after you've done the slowing down. (laughs) For me, this is about having healthy habits for, we're busy. You know, we have different versions of busy. Hopefully you've been able to reflect on your busyness and not be crazy busy. But this is about incorporating these healthy habits into our daily lives. And I have a very ritualized morning routine, I guess. I ease into the day. And if I don't get to do that, my day doesn't generally go as well as I would like. So I wake up and I am thinking, I tend to do some just general gratitude thoughts. I have a shower generally first up and I also go through a process in the shower where I'm, I get lots of really great ideas in the shower, but I also 
use that as an opportunity to connect with my guidance about just anything that, if there's anything buzzing around in my head, just helping me to get clarity around that. I take Bosti for a walk and I do a walking meditation while I'm, I'm not a great sit, quiet my mind meditator. I do a lot of, I go through a process where I'm doing grounding, clearing, protecting. I reconnect with the ideal version of me. I'm connecting with my core values. I do a process. I think I've shared this a number of times where I've got my gratitude well, where I visualize a well and just all the things that I'm grateful for. And I just scoop some things out of that well that I bring into my conscious awareness. I have my manifesting well, which is also the things that I'm wanting to bring into my life. And I give thanks for those things. And I look I also visualize my big goals that I'm working towards. And I've mentioned a few of those with you in these episodes. And that, especially when I was doing the New Year Fabulous Next Level You process, that I've gone through the the big goals. Definitely the, the one that I've shared with you is the sea change. So excited. There's also about the Happiness Hive mini makeover and bringing those offerings into the world as well. And it's also creating space for the the family time as well. So I think about what those goals are, and that's part of my meditating process. And I also set my intention for the day, what I want that day, each day to be like. And, and I'm just putting that out there to the universe. So and. I also have part where I just smile. It's an internal smile to all the parts of me. So just getting those endorphins going. And then I come back and I have breakfast. I chat with John. So my morning is a couple of hours from the time I wake to the time I start doing whatever it is that I'm doing. If it's a work day or if it's a weekend, whatever the thing is that I'm doing it's a couple of hours leading into that. So that's really important for me to do it. I can absolutely start a day without doing that, but where I, most days, I will build that into my routine. So I establish a routine that includes my elements of self-care. And so I'm getting the exercise, I'm getting the meditation, the mindfulness and but you, that might not look like what you want for your day. That is, very, My husband is very, very different to that. That does not fit with him at all. So think about, is there something that you could, you know, how you start the day can kind of set out how the day goes. So maybe think about, is there something you can do in your morning routine that will set you up for a, a smooth running of the day? Prioritizing sleep, making a quality sleep a non-negotiable. I am good on about seven hours sleep a night and I can do less than that and I'm okay, but I can't do less than that for prolonged periods. My body doesn't really need much more than that. I'm awake and ready to go. I wake up. I don't, I I do have an alarm set, but I never, I'm always awake before that. And I'm an early riser as well. So my body knows and 
very, very rarely do I go back to sleep. That just doesn't, sometimes I might during the week. I definitely don't. So my healthy habit is to get up early to do that morning practice, but having a good night's sleep. So I have an evening routine. I don't have, my evening routine isn't as ritualized as my morning routine. My evening routine is I have a bit of a wind down before I go to bed. And then once I'm in bed, I'm kind of go to sleep pretty well straight away. I'm a generally off to sleep. I might read a little bit. Don't I generally don't, but I do set an intention when I go to sleep. And it's either to my my guides about if I need help or assistance with something that I put that out there to them or I just set an intention that I will have a rested night's sleep and wake up um, feeling refreshed in the morning. One of the things that I've done, and I go through ebbs and flows of this, but healthy habits is meal planning and prep. When my kids were little, I felt overwhelmed with life and I would have, I would map out what we were going to have for the week. And when I went grocery shopping, I would be just like, yep, okay, I don't need to be wandering around those grocery aisles going, what are we going to have? I would go, and I'm all about efficiency as well, that I would plan. I don't generally prep meals in advance. I I have done that in the past, but now I tend to think about, well, what are we going to have for the week? I do my grocery shopping to support that. And then each morning, one thing John laughs at me, it's just like, okay, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? He's like, oh my God, like we've only just had breakfast. And it's like, well, it just helps me to think about what I need to get out of the freezer. Do I need any fresh veggies or anything like that? So that helps me. I think about that at breakfast time. So I'm not there of an evening going, oh, what are we going to have now? We have to duck down to the shops. That's my worst nightmare to do that. So Meal planning and prep can be a really good habit for you. This one is do as I say, not necessarily as I do. I know I should, but stay hydrated throughout the day. Keep a water bottle. I have, you know, I have mine here. I don't know. I don't feel thirsty a lot. I I think I probably should drink more water, but I have to, I'm not a natural water drinker. I doesn't kind of. Anyway, but stay stay hydrated. That's that's really good for well-being, good for your energy levels, good for skin and all sorts of things as well. Incorporate m- little micro breaks. I do generally. There'll be some days when I'm just so focused on what I'm doing, I don't build breaks in and I seem to be able to cope with that. But I do generally incorporate mini breaks in. I, if I'm most... A lot of the time I work from home, I'm sometimes with clients on their premises, so I get to go out and I build in breaks there. But when I'm at home, I always have a break for lunch. I have ups and downs. I'm up and down a lot and stuff. I've always got something being delivered that I have to get up and meet the postie. So incorporate some some breaks. Efficient workouts. So for your health and wellness, to to get it into your busy life and incorporating that wellness into your daily routine, 
I'm not great. Like I, I exercise. I go for my walk in the morning. I'm not rowing at the moment, so I'm probably lacking a little bit with some of the the exercise, especially the strength stuff. But I think if I have to do something that's really long, and if I have to make an like, I don't know, I just won't do it after work. Like that just doesn't fit with me. But I, mine needs to be short, efficient, kind of. So think about. You know, are you better off having some shorter, more high intensity workouts that can be integrated into your busy schedule instead of having a like a really long, oh my God, I've got to go and spend this hour of doing something. A lot of workplaces have yoga during lunchtime and have, you know, a lot of people go for walks or gym stuff. So thinking about where you can have efficient workouts. We've talked about digital detox breaks. I had a whole um, episode on that, but think about where you can take a digital detox. You know, morning having blank periods of digital technology. Don't use it in the morning. Don't use it in the evening, um, and take breaks of it during the day. Really thinking about your, you know, stress relief practices. Just you could. It doesn't take a lot. Just to stop doing what you're doing. Three deep breaths in three deep breaths out. And just doing that, that actually, you're getting oxygen through to your brain so you can work more efficiently and your brain can be more efficient. Your body is actually benefiting from that as well. And you're taking that break, that little mental reset. So being able to prioritize the you know, what's going to support your, not just your physical health and well-being, your mental health and well-being. So even the environment that you're working in, who you're hanging out with, what you're doing, are you looking after yourself mentally as well as physically and also emotionally? So are you creating a space where you can tap into how you're feeling about things? So thinking you know, meditation is great for that, to do that. Setting boundaries is really important as well. So establishing clear boundaries between work and personal time. And it helps to prevent the burnout and allows a more balanced lifestyle. I very, very early in my working from home, and I've been doing this for a lot of years now, before, way before COVID, I was very clear about the boundaries of what I would do, that I don't do housework during the day while I'm at work. Actually, I don't do housework much on the weekends either, but I don't do washing. I don't sneak a load of washing out. I know that that works for other people and their lifestyles. For me, I choose not to do that because I choose while I'm working from home that that is my working day to do that. I will do my washing after. That's just boundaries that I've put in place. So, and I also have a a point, I work in my office here and when I come into the office, I'm in work mode and when I'm out, I go outside and do different things, I'm out of work mode. So I, when I'm at work and I'm in podcast recording day, so I'm in kind of casual stuff, but when I'm working, I 
very, very rarely will wear casual stuff during a work day. I don't wear trackies or things because that's part of my getting into the work mode. So, and I know a lot of people are working from home and they're working in their lounge rooms and their kitchens. They don't have a designated workspace. Maybe what you could do is go outside, ground yourself, so so connect with nature and then come back in. And when you're coming back in, it's almost like, okay, I'm in work mode now. It's about making that distinction between them. So setting boundaries. Delegate and outsource. So healthy habits. Consider outsourcing things that can be handled by other people. So it can free up time for you to do what you're good at. And also it can free up some time for you to just look after you as well. I I put a post up about this, I think it was the end of last year, about why I don't agree with outsourcing. This isn't the outsourcing I don't agree with. I don't agree with outsourcing happiness and health and self-worth and they're all things that come from within. The things I do agree with outsourcing are tasks that others can do that allow you to do the things that free up time for you. So I, I have people that come and help do cleaning and because they're good at it, they, the, the cleaners that we've got are fantastic and they love it. I don't love it. And it takes, it puts me in a not a very nice or happy mood. That's not the best use of my time. So I outsource that. I outsource, I have a VA, Hannah, who I work with, who is just amazing. Now, I don't view this as outsourcing. I work with Hannah. She does what she's great at. I do what I'm great at. And they're different skill sets. And we come together and we, it's almost like the, the, we're better together than we are individually. So I'm getting Hannah to help me do some things that I'm not fantastic at and, and vice versa. So, so we come together really well there. One of the other things about healthy habits, set those regular health checkups. Really think about how you can fit those into your life. I have my annual you know, big health checkup. I'm pretty in tune with my body and what's happening there. But I make time that I prioritize that preventative healthcare by by scheduling those regular like physical skin checkups, breast care, health, heart care, all the the workings of my body. You know, with our cars, we get them serviced every however many thousand kilometers, we need to get ourselves serviced <laughs> in maybe more ways than one. But we need to take time out for that maintenance of ourselves and thinking about how we can do that into our daily habits and really connecting with others as well. Now, some of you will crave that connection. Some of you will crave time for yourself, but it really is important that you do have some connection with people those social connections, like even in a busy schedule, allocating time for friends and family and support is really important for your emotional well-being. And it doesn't have to be a whole big fanfare or it can be if that's what it is for you, but having those connections is 
incredibly important, incredibly important. So hopefully there's been some little sparks there for you about things that you could do with your, you know, incorporating some healthy habits into your life, you know, the daily into your wellness routine. So the wellness into your daily routine, I mean, getting a little bit tongue-tied here, that you can definitely do that. So it's just some reminders there for you that help you to really start the day how you want to progress. And when you feel great and that happy, having starting the day with a happy, happy heart, beautiful things can can happen in your life. So quick sticks. This one was a little bit longer, but still kind of short. We'll be back to interview programming on the podcast in the next couple of episodes, maybe the next episode. See how we go. So hugs, happiness. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can spread the love by sharing it with a friend so she can have a little bit of what we had today. And don't forget to rate and review so we can get it into as many hearts and ears as possible. You can keep the conversation going over on my socials at The Happiness Hive. And if you'd like more high vibe happiness in your life, come and join me in our community of inspired and motivated women where you'll have everything that you need to be truly happy and bounce out of bed every day living and loving your best and most beautiful life. To find out more, pop over to the Happiness Hive website and click on the link Working With Catherine. Until next time, big hugs and happiness.